This is the podcast for busy professionals just like you who want less stress and more success. I'm your host, Therese Reichenberg, and I'll be sharing a unique blend of productivity, mindset, and innovation strategies to help you get results faster, but with a lot more fun. Let's do this. Hello, hello, welcome. We are going to be talking about how to make better decisions faster. And actually, when you make them faster, you actually make better decisions. And I'll share with you how that works in a second. Because everything that we do, everything that we do in our day is a decision. Do I go to that meeting? Decision. How do I communicate my feedback? That's a decision. Which task do I do next? Decision. Should I have eggs for breakfast or should I have peanut butter on rye bread toast? Decision? Yes, a decision. That's generally my, one of my decisions in the morning. Do I choose to be distracted right now? Did you know that that's also a decision? Do I choose to let a team member interrupt me from what I had planned to do? That is also a decision. Do I choose to procrastinate on this task in front of me? That's a decision. Everything that we do, even deciding to brush our teeth in the morning, to make the bed, to go for a run, those are all decisions that we make. And for leaders and executives in organizations like you, I, I like to think of decisions in two kind of buckets. I like to think of micro decisions and I like to think of macro decisions. And micro decisions are those decisions that I've just spoken about where it like choosing which tasks to do today, choosing how you will present your feedback to, to a client, choosing what to wear to an interview, choosing what to wear today. Those are decisions that we often do very quickly and those are done subconsciously. And then we also have these macro decisions. And as a leader in your organization or with your team, you will make a lot of these two, like choosing the vision and direction for your organization or the strategy and the how, how you're going to execute on that vision, choosing the tools that will deliver your vision, the timelines, the deadlines, who's going to do what, who is responsible for what, what are the priorities, deciding where does a specific new project sit in the priorities based on other priorities that you may already have? And these decisions, these macro decisions, are often made after careful planning and consideration and very often with other people involved too. But what I want you to know is that both of these types of decisions are still decisions. And it's important to remember that for a number of reasons. So the first reason is that some people often tell me that they're not good at making decisions. And yet, they are already making lots of decisions in other areas of their life. And they're doing it every single day because we are already making decisions in our lives. And we can use the same mental process that we already make decisions to help us make better and faster decisions in other areas too, where we think we're not making good enough decisions. We can use that confidence that we have already making decisions, certain decisions, to have confidence in making better and faster decisions in other areas. And I'll show you how to do that in a moment. 
Secondly, it's really important to remember that the small microtypes of decisions are also decisions because very often when we don't make a decision about them, we will experience the same amount of anxiety or mental spinning that we experience when we don't make a bigger macro decision. An undecided macro big decision is going to create anxiety and mental spinning, but so will an undecided decision about small things that we have in our lives. And third, very often, it is those micro decisions that create the macro results for us. If you're choosing to be distracted every day and procrastinate with something, it is going to impact your macro level decisions and your priorities, your much bigger priorities and your projects. And even every single macro decision will be made up of many, many smaller micro decisions too. So it's really important to understand that even the little things are decisions. Even the small things that we do every day are decisions. And let's use that confidence that we already have in making those smaller decisions to help us change where we want to make better and faster decisions in other areas of our life, because we can do that. And that's actually a very easy and simple hack that will help us rewire our brain faster for those other decisions where we think we're not making good enough decisions yet. So decision-making as a skill for small decisions and bigger decisions is important and very necessary if you want to increase your success and if you want to increase your speed to success. That's it. We've just got to get really good at the skill of decision-making because everything, like I mentioned, is a decision. But first, we really need to understand why we aren't making decisions. And here is the reason why. Here is the cause. We've got to get to the cause so that we can make a change. We don't make decisions fast enough because we are searching for the right decisions. We're searching for the right one. We're looking for what is the right decision to make here. And we don't make decisions because we're afraid that we're going to make the wrong one. So we hold ourselves back from making decisions. Actually, what we're holding ourselves back from is a feeling that we're avoiding. So stay with me here. The reason why we don't want to make the wrong decision is because we think that if we make the wrong decision, we will fail or something bad will happen. And when something bad happens, when we fail, the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. We will feel something. We will feel shame. We will feel disappointed. That is the worst thing that will happen with a decision. Very often, we're not making life or death decisions in our organizations or in our day-to-day -day lives. So unless it is a decision on that level, like a surgeon or something along those lines, for the most part, the thing that we're trying to avoid is a feeling that we will have from making what we think is the wrong decision. So that is the cause of why we're not making decisions fast enough. We're just avoiding a negative feeling. And the feeling that we think we will experience is often something that's unknown to us. But I'm sharing with you right now that every feeling that you may experience in the future, you have probably already experienced. You have probably already been able to process through 
that sort of emotion, whether that's shame or disappointment or frustration, that's all that we're avoiding. We're just avoiding a feeling. I want to give you some time to let that sink in. That is all we're avoiding. When we try and make the right decision or a wrong decision, we're just avoiding feeling something. Because we think that if we fail, we're going to feel disappointed or shame. Or, you know, a lot of people will say to me, yes, but if I fail, then people are going to think that I'm not good enough. Actually, what's underneath that, because it doesn't matter whether anybody says or thinks that you're not good enough, unless you believe it, unless you think you're not good enough. And when you think you're not good enough, you feel shame or disappointed. That is what we are avoiding. That's the only thing. That's the reason why we're trying to find the right decision versus the wrong decision. So we hold ourselves back from making decisions because it's just a feeling that we are avoiding. And I'm really getting into this because I want you to understand that on a deep, deep level. Because right now, when you're not making a decision about something, or you're taking a very long time to make a decision about something, you are already experiencing some form of discomfort. It's like sitting on the fence about something. Your mind is worrying about it. You're, you know, you're spending a lot of energy thinking about it. You are tossing and turning and researching and looking for different options. Very often people say that undecided decisions mean that it affects their sleep. It affects their relationships. It affects so many things. And there's lots of pain and discomfort that you will experience now from not making a decision. But we are willing to face the pain that we know now instead of the pain that we think we were going to experience in the future. But what I want to share with you is that when you understand that the only reason why you're not making a decision is because of a feeling that you want to avoid, then you get to decide, well, do I want to avoid that feeling in the future of potential disappointment? Because I'm going to be experiencing some kind of feeling now. I'm experiencing some pain or angst or anxiety or overwhelm of this undecided decision. So I get to then choose. I'm not going to be, what's the word, immune to not feeling a negative feeling. I'm going to feel it either way. And this is just the cognitive dissonance that our brain offers us. We think that we're not going to, that there's this unknown or uncertainty. But I want to tell you that the, the certainty is just a feeling. That's all it is. That's all you need to have certainty over. And in fact, the only thing that you need to have certainty over is what you think about experiencing that feeling. Are you willing to experience a negative emotion if you fail? Or if someone says it's not good enough, are you willing to experience that? Because it is just a feeling and I know that you can handle any feeling because up until this point in your life, you have most likely handled the whole range of emotions and experiences and feelings. You've been able to handle it all. You've been able to handle failure. You've been able to handle disappointment. So what can we do to make better decisions faster. Here it is. We can decide in advance that there are no right or wrong decisions. There are only decisions that we make right. That's it. Even if you think back into your life in the past, if you think back to all of the decisions that you've made, because you have made millions of decisions in your life, 
because everything is a decision, right? If you look back in your life, you'll realize that every decision has actually brought you to the success that you've created now. And there actually have been no right or wrong decisions because you have taken from each of those decisions experience and knowledge and lessons. And if you didn't make certain decisions, you wouldn't be in the place that you are right now. So we can decide that there are no right or wrong decisions. There are only decisions that we make right. And this never means that we should be sloppy with our decisions because sloppiness comes from feelings of apathy and resignation. But what I want to offer to you is that decisions need to be intentional and you need to understand the reasons for your decisions. Why are you making this decision? And then you have to like your reason. You have to believe in your reason and let it empower you to make that decision. So how do we make decisions? How do we decide in advance that we are going to believe that there are no right or wrong decisions, that we make them right? This is how we do it. We believe that we have our backs, no matter what. And the reason why I know that this is true, the other thought I actually want to share with you that I want to offer to you is we can also believe that I can figure this out. I can figure anything out, no matter what. No matter what happens, when I've made this decision, I will figure it out. And the other thought that we can believe here is I'm willing to feel any feeling. So no matter what happens, I can feel any feeling, I can experience any feeling, and it will be okay because I have my back. And the reason why those thoughts are true and why I know that they're true is because that's already happened for you. I don't even need to know you to know that that's true because you've come up to this point now where you've already had your back. You're still here. You can figure it out. You have been able to feel any feeling up until this point. You've been able to process through. You've got to this point now where you are now. And you're functioning. You're doing well. At least in certain areas of your life. But that is how I know. If you're thinking, I have my back no matter what. I can figure this out and I'm willing to feel any feeling, then it doesn't matter. There are no right or wrong decisions. There are only decisions that you make right. And the other way to look at this is that every decision that you make, you can decide that they're the right decision in advance. You can just decide. This is going to be the right decision in advance. So there are no right or wrong decisions. There are only those decisions that you make right. But you can decide that they're the right decisions in advance as well. You can just say, well, If that is true, therefore, they are the right decisions for me, for this situation. And therefore, they will be better decisions because you decided faster that they were the right ones. When we do this, when we make decisions and we decide that all decisions are right in advance, we actually make those decisions faster. And then they are the right ones because we spend a lot more time taking action on making them the right decisions instead of thinking, oh, maybe this was the wrong decision. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. This is a switch into believing that they are already the right decisions. And when you believe that, 
you take a lot more action to make them the right decisions. It's kind of like when you book a holiday and you book a holiday to somewhere amazing, like the Maldives. You make the decision, you pay the deposits, you pack your bags, you get everything ready. And before you go, you've already decided you're going to have the most amazing time. You've decided in advance that it was the right decision. You've decided that it's going to be phenomenal. And when you get there, for a lot of us, when we get there, even if we experience setbacks, we look for ways to make that decision right. We look for ways to still enjoy ourselves, to still have fun on the beach. And even if, you know, your, your luggage is lost or whatever, sometimes those things can be frustrating, but we still find ways to maximize that decision, maximize that money that we've spent, maximize that decision that we've made to be there, to be enjoying ourselves or enjoying our time with our family. And that is how we make those decisions right. And we can do that with every decision that we make. So we can decide that it's the best or the right decision in advance. And studies have shown that we make great decisions even when there's very little information. If we believe that we're making the right decision. And that's all we need. We need that placebo effect, even. Even if it's an intentional placebo effect, just to believe and decide in advance that we're making the right decision. And you don't need to have all of the information. And there have been other studies as well that have shown that we, we think we need double the amount of information to make a good or best or right decision. But actually, we need half of the information that we really need. So I want you to consider that as a strategy. If you're already deciding that you're going to spend two months researching a certain tool in order to implement that in your organization, perhaps cut that down by half. Give yourself a limit of one month or test only three tools instead of six. We only need a little bit of information to make a decision. We actually need half of the information that we think we need to make a good enough decision. So don't use information as a barrier. Make decisions on, on what you know now and, or set a time limit on what it is that you want to spend researching options before making a decision. And in some studies, they've also shown that even more information about a topic, especially when you're very confident on a certain topic, getting too much information is actually detrimental to decisions because you start to second guess yourself. So this always comes back to the thoughts of, I have my back. I trust my decisions. I can figure this out no matter what. I'm willing to feel any feeling. And this is the right decision because I make it right. So I want you to also know when you have a decision that needs to be made. Because I think that's, that's really key. Very often we walk around not realizing that we're just not making a decision about something. There's an unmade decision. And invariably, whenever we feel challenged or stuck or frustrated or anxious or stressed, any uncomfortable feeling, I want you to know it's because of an unmade decision. Or perhaps it's even resistance to make a decision. And I want you to think about that. 
think about how you might be experiencing that resistance to making a decision. Many of my clients will come to me and, and I'm going to share an example with you. They'll share that they're maybe feeling frustrated because a colleague isn't respecting their time and interrupting them all of the time, just as an example. And when we explore this, when we often explore this and look at what is the underlying thought that they may have and that they think this colleague might be doing something or they're blaming this colleague for something, what we often find is that the client, the person that I'm coaching, is they're thinking, well, they should respect my time. But actually, the underlying problem is that a decision needs to be made about how the client, my client that I'm coaching, needs to respect their own time. That's how we know. If they're feeling frustrated about something, it's often because of an unmade decision. And in this situation, actually what needs to be done is just decisions around boundaries. What will the client do? What is the boundary they wish to create for themselves here? How will they communicate this boundary to their colleague? What will they do when their colleague still interrupts them after they've communicated that boundary? These are all some of the decisions that just need to be made here. That's all. Because either they're choosing to allow their colleague to interrupt them or they're choosing the boundary. That is the decision. So every time you feel frustrated or uneasy or uncomfortable, it's likely because of an unmade decision. So this is what I do. These are the steps that I do to help myself make better and faster decisions every day. So the first thing to realize or remember is that everything that we do is a decision. So anytime you're feeling uncomfortable, it's probably, be, probably because of an unmade decision. And whenever I feel uneasy or uncomfortable or anxious or frustrated or anything that's keeping me from moving forward or keeping me motivated in some way, I just ask myself, what is the decision I need to make here? And then my brain will give me the answer. And it's normally just one decision. And maybe your brain will offer, oh, it's a decision about this. And you may not know what that decision is yet. But perhaps you need to then give yourself some time to explore what are the decisions. There might be multiple decisions. But what are the decisions that need to be made in that specific area that's causing you that frustration, that's causing you that anxiety or unease? And then I will make that decision. And this is the most important part. I will make a decision. I will decide knowing that my decision is the right decision already. Knowing that it's the right decision already and I'm going to make it right because I know how, because I know that I can figure anything out, because I know that no matter what, I trust that I have my own back and that I'm also willing to feel any feelings. So even if I make a decision and something doesn't happen, something fails, something goes wrong, or I get negative feedback from it, from making that decision, I will trust that I have my own back and that I'm willing to feel any feeling and I can go through that experience and I'm still okay. And it's not because I made a wrong decision and it's not because of my worth or my value or whether I'm good enough or not. It's just because that's life. Life is that experience. And in that moment, I know that 
it's the right decision because there's a lesson for me here. There's something that I can take from this. There's something that I can learn, something that I can improve on. And that's what's going to get me to even greater success. Because every decision is the right decision. There are other strategies that we can use here, but this is the foundation of decision-making. When we understand the, the thoughts of, I can figure it out. Every decision I make is the right decision. I trust myself to have my own back no matter what. And I'm willing to feel any feeling. If you, if you know and believe those, then making decisions is a cinch. But there are other strategies that we can explore in this, like making more decisions in advance, creating decision ownership and leadership versus outsourcing our decisions. Making decisions, this is a big one, making decisions about what you won't participate in. Something slightly different but similar are some subtraction decisions that need to be made. And also constraints decisions. Decisions about constraints that you will give yourself. And some of the most powerful things that we can also do is to make decisions with our future vision in mind. If you would like to know more about those strategies and how they can work for you or your team, then reach out to me. We are going to delve into a lot more detail through one-to-one -one executive coaching or through group coaching and workshops. So join me and I can help you make decisions 10 times faster. Just reach out to me on LinkedIn with a direct message or on my website. I hope you have an amazing week making better and faster decisions. Bye for now.